Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We're for day 25. Today, previously on Hachzeik, we were learning about the exactness through which Hashem does His din, His judgment, with every Jew, and especially Tzadikim. And today we're going to um, go a bit deeper into din as it plays out in relation to tshuva, which is obviously an interesting curveball when it comes to a strict judgment, where as MSN we get, there's an accounting for every single little thing that we do, yet there's a concept of tshuva, so the Rebbe is going to elaborate on what tshuva is, um, and how that fits in, it's not a contradiction even to to this MS din that we discussed yesterday. Back to Mr. Sharm, um, we're going to wrap up chapter 4 today, Bezos Hashem. V'yem Tomar, and if you're going to say, you're going to ask in Cain, if so, that Hashem judges everything, even the small things and the large things, then how does Chesed, has the merciful Hashem, we know Hashem is, is, is a Racham, Mahu Racham, Mahu Racham. So how does mercy fit in to a strict judgment where Hashem factors in everything? Hashem is specific and precise on every single element of judgment, so how does mercy fit in? That's the answer. Certainly, mercy is an, an essential element for for the success of and and the uh, the kiyum for the world to exist continuously. Because without mercy, there's no way for the world to uh, to endure. However, this is not a, a contradiction. This doesn't negatively impact or take away any of the koach of Abin and this, and this is how the Ramchal is going to explain it. Zakil, if he sure said din mamish, because according to the exact strict application of judgment of din, you would see the moment someone sins, there would be a punishment right away. Lightning bolt, the proverbial light, lightning bolt would come out, come out of the sky. Without any delay whatsoever, right away after the sin. And also the punishment Will be extremely severe, and with with absolute anger from Hashem. Which is befitting to a person who is uh, challenging and going uh, going totally against what uh, what Hashem wants. And there shouldn't be any fixing for a sin. How can someone fix that which was broken, corrupted? It's already done. The sin. For example, the person already murdered someone else. The person already committed adultery with someone else's wife. How's it possible to, to fix, to remedy such a thing? Is it possible to remove something from existence that was done? The reality is it was done. So, so how does mercy fit in here? How does tshuva work? Rather, this midah of rachamim, of Hashem's mercy, it gives us an opportunity for the reverse of the three things that we just mentioned as follows. What does that mean? Hashem doesn't right away send a lightning bolt out of the sky, but if I care, Hashem waits and gives time for the sin. And he, he's not just wiped out from the world the moment that he sins. Hashem gives him time to do tshuva. And the, the punishment itself is not a destructive thing where he no longer can serve Hashem with, where's, with the Charonaf, that Hashem comes with the Charonaf. No, it doesn't come with the Charonaf like that. Like that. He, he, he gives us 
punishments, but doesn't completely destroy us and, and make us unable to serve him, typically. And finally, yes, we can change the past through tshuva. It's, it's, uh, it's a possibility for sinners. Um, it's, it's an absolute kindness from Hashem that, that a sinner can, can go back and through tshuva literally change what happened in the past. Why? So here's the Nakuda. Because through tshuva, what are we doing? We are uprooting our will, our desire, our drive, our tendency towards sin. And it's as if, Kilu, we're actually uprooting the sin itself, the act itself. Because we're changing our, our drive, our will. And the, 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 the will elaborate on this idea of tshuva a little bit more for us. Once someone that sins recognizes the chait that he did, and he realizes he wants to do tshuva, so when he thinks about how evil and terrible it was, Vishav, and he repents. And he regrets with absolute regret, Freya retroactively, that he did the thing. He's comparing it to a neder, someone that makes a vow, and then we know there's a concept of a tarsadarim where you th- where you say, if if I would have known, I would have never wanted to do this. And it's the mafreya. It's retroactively, they wish they they want to annul the vow. He totally goes back on what he had originally. Did, done when it comes to sin. Same thing with it, with a, with a, a vow. And he desires the MS MS. Moving forward, he has a deep, deep drive to never do this thing again. And he feels a great pain that I, early vile that I did this thing already. It's already done. And he resolves moving forward. I'm not coming back to this sin. I run away from it. What does that mean? Like we said before, it's totally uprooting and removing this Indian, this hate, this tendency, this taiva, temptation, from his will, from his drive. Kilo is the same as removing a vow that someone did that they, they, go, they, went, they wanted to go back on. And as a result, it's an atonement for that person through this process of tshuva. And we see a, a source for it in Yeshaya. Your avonos will, sorry, will be removed. They'll, they'll, they'll go away. And your sin, your chait, will be mechupar. Will be atoned for. She'avon sar mamish. The word sar is taken literally in this passage in Shaya. It's mamish removed. Kilo, you didn't, you never did it at all. It never existed. From the fact that right now you're so bitsar, so in pain, that what you, of what you did before. And you go back on what you, had done originally, you retroactively regret, you regret what you had done. It's important to note, and as, as in Shishra Mikovaiter, it doesn't mean that because of mercy it goes um, the total opposite direction, it's, it's, it's a akasha or a stira to judgment, um, and, he'll, uh, and he'll elaborate on that as follows. Certainly this chesed, Hashem gives us opportunity to do tshuva, to literally go back and change the past, is not a... Uh, a, a very strict judgment type of concept. This, it's, it's beyond the letter. It's beyond what, what would be expected. It's kindness. But, same time, it's the chesed that doesn't, so so it doesn't contradict din at all. How so? Because you can rationally justify this within the framework of din that such a, a kindness would exist. How, how so? Because, in place of the ruts and the drive, the willingness, 
that someone had when it comes to the actual sin that they did, the anashin and menu and the pleasure, the, the, the forbidden pleasure that they enjoyed from that sin, ba'ata anachama ba'atzar. Now, the opposite is happening. He's regretting. His will is turning against that sin, and he's in pain, and it's unpleasurable. It's actually painful, the fact that he did the sin. Similarly, there's there's time after the sin to give him a chance to do tshuva. And that too is not a Hashem saying, oh yeah, the sin um, is, is, is irrelevant. No. No, the point of delay is the chesed from Hashem so that he, we have a chance to now alpidin through, through logic, through rationale, through the pain and the regret that we have. We can be ochre, the mafreya, and get rid of the sin that already happened in the past. Also, all attributes of Hashem's mercy, kindness that Hashem has, is not going to be a, uh, a steer to, to din. Kenyan bara for example, that a son's zechus can help its, his father, which doesn't seem to make sense, alpitin. Um, nefesh, or the fact that Hashem allows us to get away with a punishment on a small part of ourselves, let's say, um, we can have a certain, you know, pain in a certain part of our body as a kapara for something that really is a, a full, much larger um, tikkun that's necessary for our whole nisham, our whole guf. It's a, it's a way of kindness to accept a small payment, let's, let's say, essentially, for something that's a really a larger payment is due. Ach, but this doesn't totally oppose the idea of judgment. Because it's appropriate, it makes sense that, that, that such, such a yonim would be considered impossible for us. But to say that Hashem just looks, overlooks our sins completely without any sort of cheshem whatsoever, or that Hashem doesn't make attention to them at all, this is a total contradiction of justice. Because then there wouldn't be any mystic judgment regarding anything. Therefore, it is not possible for this to be true that Hashem, that we would have this attitude and live our life in a way that Hashem, we think Hashem Mamash overlooks things. And, and it is logical. Think about it. Let's say someone um, owes a ton of money to a credit card company, right? So there are, I believe, Hashem, I haven't had this experience, but I've heard from people and seen that there are. Um, opportunities. If you owe a lot of money, they'll say, you know what? Pay us back 80 cents on the dollar. We just, they just want to be paid back. You know, they want to, we'll take a lesser payment for a larger COVID that you have. Um, and that is a merciful thing. And, and, and it's logical. You don't look at that credit card company and be like, how do they stay in business? No. Um, the half deal, that's, that's a muscle that just came to mind. Um, for us to understand that it does make a logical sense that within, within the framework of din and logic, even, uh, this level of mercy has a place. Therefore, if none of the ways that we discussed can be found for a, a, a chote, a sinner, to escape his, his punishment for the sins, certain that Hashem's midah of judgment will not come back empty-handed. So have Chazal told us in Yishalmi, Hashem delays his anger, but if there's no tshuva done, if the, if the, if the, if the choti doesn't do his tshuva, then Hashem is gabedilei. He collects what's his. At the end of the day, Hashem does exact his judgment. Um, 
Nothing is left unturned. Again, we have the opportunity to do tshuva, which is an unbelievable chesed for Hashem that we can go back and erase what happened in the past, which is unbelievable. Within the framework of, of din, there is chesed, there is mercy. Um, but if we don't take advantage of this of this matana that Hashem gave us a tshuva, so then certainly Hashem will um, will pay attention to the details and, and not leave any stone unturned. As a summary for the the chapter, the Rambam says as follows: Nimsa she'en alad demaris lifkoach ena pitoi shiucha it comes out that a person who wants to open his eyes really has no no rationale um, to be persuaded to not be careful and zahir with the midos, all these nyanim, and the, the shlemus of zahiris that we've discussed and to be very attention to detail or detail oriented and examine with absolute accuracy these are the, all the all the perspectives that a person must consider. And certainly through these these perspectives, they will acquire the meat of Zahiris. If a person is a person of conscience, if a person is a, a Yuri Chet, a Yuri Shemayim, and they, they're driven to to focus on these things. Of course, that's what I'm saying. Someone could read this, this, this chapter and understand the ideas of Zahiris and, and how to acquire it and those things that push us away from it and understand what it is. But if they don't want it, if they don't have that 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 drive in their heart to follow the Rosh Hashem, to be better, to fear God, love God, so then okay, it could be in one, in one ear or not the other. So we should to not let it go in one ear or not the other. It should go in both ears. It should stay in. We should be zahir. We should we should focus. We should understand what Zahiris is. We should we should focus on what we do um, before we do. We should focus on what we've done in the past. We should recognize the ultimate chesed that Hashem gives us for the opportunity for tshuva to go back and mamish. Out of an unbelievable chesed, erase that which 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 was done. It's an unbelievable opportunity, while at the same time understanding that this is not a contradiction to din, and Hashem's judgment is is a true judgment uh, with all things factored in, as I discussed before. So halal, which to a, to a sweet judgment always. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.